This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone, I'm Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hello, governor. <laughs> this week, we are talking about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Harry, Harry Potter and the Magical MacGuffin. Yeah. Um, this movie came out in 2001. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, and it shows. <laughs> Uh, Christopher Columbus directed this film and Sail the Ocean Blue, uh, written by J.K. Rowling, screenplay by Steve Cloves, starring Daniel Radcliffe, Robert Grint, Richard Harris, <laughs> Robert Grint, <laughs> Richard Harris, uh, Maggie Smith, Robbie Coltrane, Saunders Triplets, uh, I don't know, the girl Hermione's in here somewhere, I forgot her name, Warwick Davis. Emma Watson. There you go. Emma Watson. John Hurt. John Hurt. Hurt. Hans. Hans Gruber himself. Uh, Yeah. A bunch of people. And one thing I'll get right to. The guy who plays his uncle looks like uh, Michael Myers caricature. Just saying. (laughs) Not wrong. All right. All right. Um. This was my pick, so let's talk about it. Uh, I don't know if I saw this in the theater. I don't remember. I've I'm, oh, obviously these movies came out. I'm a little too old for them. That's not, that's not obvious because I know a lot of people my age who read the books, but uh, I don't know if I saw this in the theater. I saw like two or three in the theater, and I don't remember if it, this was one of them, but I think I did, and I liked it. Whenever I did see it, I know I liked it. Uh, it's no, it's not for me and I've only watched this is probably the second time I've ever watched it maybe third time but yeah that's my history with it Alex I believe I did see this in the theaters but I'm not 100% sure on that but I remember enjoying it and it's like oh this is a pretty cool you know kids fantasy film uh, I didn't you know I didn't read the books I didn't get hardcore into um, the series but I enjoy the movies Except for the second one. That one sucks. Yeah, I, I've seen them all, but I couldn't tell you what happens in what movie. Like, they all kind of blend in together for me. Yeah. The other thing I remember about the second movie is the, the creepy bath scene. And also... No, the, that's not the second movie. Is that? No, that one's way later, Later, the one with the Triwizard Cup. No, because they they bring that thing back. What thing? The Chamber of Secrets. Right. It's not, it's not the bath, but that's the second movie, and that's when they find the bath. I thought. Oh. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, right. I was just going to say the, the girl, though, again, is Baba Frick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, what's your history with it? Uh, so I, I definitely saw this in the theater on the opening weekend when it came out. Saw it with... Uh, Sometime uh, guest Brian. I forget who else was there. Really? Uh, I, I do remember 
making a joke, uh, an EverQuest joke of all things uh, about erudites. But anyways, Jeeves oh, <laughs> H. Uh, yeah, that was that was bad. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, I not read the books. Uh, I, I was working at Barnes and Noble um, right around the the turn of the the millennia, and yeah, it was a big deal. Um, I don't know if I, I I forget when in the the book releases that this one came out. I don't know if the second or third or fourth book was out by then, uh, but definitely not close to being finished. Um, yeah, not. I didn't know anything about it. It was just a fantasy thing. Everybody was still high in Lord of the Rings, and it's a. It, it was okay. This is definitely a kids' movie. Yep. Uh, this is definitely Christopher Columbus doing a kids' movie. Yeah. So this came out during Lord of the Rings, then, because Lord of yeah. the Rings was ninety nine through two thousand one, right? So interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, and yeah, we're, this is you know we're we're all into the genre stuff but this one i guess is not really on our radar as much as all the other stuff so i guess we're not millennials but i can see why they like it and i kind of <laughs> wish it was around when i was i'm sure if i watched this as a kid i would have i would enjoy it a lot more than i already do mm-hmm. agreed and those kids are all now becoming adults and running the country and now you're just going to see stuff like this happen again like the way star wars had its renaissance i guess they tried though right and then it's not really worked doing too well with the <laughs> yeah with the wondrous beasts or whatever yeah, yeah. has has J.K. Rowling turned into George Lucas yet, where everyone hates her? Why does she just do it like she used to do it? Why does she have to change stuff? Well, I mean, she's only she only wrote the books, so. Well, still, she's the she's, she's the only much hate they can foist upon her. Well, she's also said a bunch of transphobic stuff, so. There you go. Has she? I don't know. I don't follow this stuff. All I know is that she's rich, and she used to be poor. <laughs> yep. All right. As usual, we each talk about seven items from the movie, and um, I will go first, but I forgot to open up my notepad, so hold on a second. Ew, a wizard, Harry. Okay. Uh, Ew, wizard, Harry. I did not have to turn on subtitles for some reason in this movie. Don't know why. Because <laughs> all the kids are enunciating so hard. That's probably why. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, did you guys ever notice the way that uh, Harry Potter blinks like one eye? Yeah, Watch that's it. that's a, that's a Radcliffe thing. Oh boy, mm-hmm. it's a condition. It's pretty <laughs> rare, but yeah, it's it's weird. Someone pointed it out to me, and I can't not see it now. Um, okay, my number seven is really my own my really own negative, and it's it's the I think Quinnage or whatever the hell that name of that game is is stupid, and I don't get it, and I'm just old, but <laughs> I don't like that game. There, it's I like, said it. Flying soccer slash hockey. Except kind if of. there was a magic puck that if you just got somehow that it would win the game every single time. Like yeah. I, I don't and I, and I think I remember from every single movie when they had the one of these games, it was always someone just catching that whatever the little thing is called. The golden bitch. Yeah. <laughs> golden snitch. Oh. And uh no, I think there was one where Harry almost got it, but then like a lightning bolt hit him or something, and then they lost that game. Okay. It did, so Quidditch, along with just about everything else at Hogwarts, just seems incredibly arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I think it's cool. Like, he had to have a sporting event and their witches and brooms. All that makes sense, I guess. It's just, I think I'm just old and I don't, I don't understand it. I was like, it's like the magical version of NASCAR. People are almost dying. Yeah. It was like the first match of the season or whatever. And like, three kids almost bite it. Yeah, yeah that's true. And the CG's a little, but it's a still, this is 2001. It's yeah, that, yeah that, whole, that whole scene, like, it's just a bunch of close-ups of them. Or like, Harry not flying around. <laughs> yeah, until until the last part of it. Yeah. But. Nah, I'm not gonna let that slide. Okay, <laughs> further in my list a little bit, but yeah. Okay, well, there's, there's guess, a lot of like close-ups in this movie to get away without actually having to show stuff. <laughs> I think the concept of it is cool, but I just I just don't like. I, I think she could have been a little more creative with this game. That's all I'm saying. That's my number seven. Uh, Alex, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven, and this is. My biggest negative of this movie, I fucking, I just hate the ending of this movie with that stupid, I'll say it before and I'll say it again, the stupid Mario Party bullshit fucking distribu- distribution of the points. I Yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, I hate it arbitrary. so much. <laughs> it's like Slytherin, you know, it's bad guy house. I get it. All right. There are a bunch of, everybody's got a shit eating grin on the house. It's a qualifier for getting in. And you don't want them to win, but they clearly had the points over Gryffindor, all right? And not only that, Gryffindor was at the bottom, so not only did Dumbledore screw over Slytherin, which everybody hates, but he also screwed up the other houses just so that he could give Harry Potter his big win uh, in the in the first year. It's bullshit. <laughs> all right, fair enough. I, I don't have a problem with the winning. I guess the way he reveals it, like he he says, "Oh, you know, basically you won." But like, no, 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 I'm going to change it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, oh, you've got the most points so far. It's like, wait, aren't you awarding the cup right now? No, no, there's still more points to give out. Right, <laughs> <laughs> they were about to eat dinner. I do yeah. like that the extra point, the arbitrary point to give the extra one. Then what's his name, Neville. Neville? I thought that's a cool. Yeah, one. that one. Because Neville's the best. He's the true hero of the story. Yeah. So I've well, so got gleaned all this through osmosis of either watching the movies or hearing other people talk about it. But ne- Neville's character is like, yeah, he's he's an interesting character because they never really show what happens to him in the movies until like the end. But he's had things just as bad as Harry. <laughs> yeah. For reasons. And he always does something at least once. In every movie, does something like crucial and important that like right. helps out everybody. So, so okay, we're gonna nerd out here for a second. Mm-hmm. So, the whole reason that a second, yeah, spoilers for anybody that hasn't <laughs> seen all of Harry Potter, read it or whatever. Um, the the reason that he was trying to kill Harry because there was like some prophecy bullshit and blah blah blah. So the thing was though that the prophecy they weren't sure it was down to two kids, so it was actually Harry and Neville. So it could have been Neville instead of Harry that turned out to be, like, the chosen one or whatever. Um, so basically Neville's parents get murdered for the same reason that Harry's do. Huh. Except he didn't get a cool scar. He didn't get the cool scar. But, yeah, he he, he gets his moment to shine, like, in the last movie. Right. Um, I kind of remember that. Yeah, so not, not mm-hmm. like, full-on vengeance or anything like that. But, you know, it, it was all coming back to bite. uh Voldemort. Yeah. Right. Anyway, 
Okay, well, since you mentioned spoilers, okay, spoilers for the whole series. I, I this is a turn off. Voldemort for a, comes back. Uh, <laughs> you should not be named. Just mute it for like a minute. This is really quick. I had watched, like I said, one or two in the movie theater, and then I don't know, maybe about five or six years ago, they had a sale on like Apple TV where you get the entire Harry Potter collection for like ten dollars. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll get all that." And so I sat down and I watched all eight of them over a week. I had no idea how the series ended. I had no idea what happens to anybody. And I swear to God, like the day before I watched the second to the last movie or third to last movie, just flipping through like Reddit or something, there was like a funny like meme about spoilers. And there's a guy's car, but instead of having an actual spoiler, like a car spoiler, it just said Snape kills Dumbledore on there. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Never would have that I have cared, but it happened to be the one week where I was watching this damn series, and it happened. Yeah, there, there were there were all kinds of stories about people, you know, lined up again at, at Barnes and Noble, and people driving by, <laughs> people lined up outside and screaming that out, doing the same thing in the movies. Uh, this was like ten years later. Pissed me off. Anyway, okay, mm-hmm. and you can listen again. Scene. And that was the first time I got herpes. <laughs> what about the third time? Well, can't catch it again. All right. Uh, that was Scott. You remember? No. Where were we at? <laughs> yeah, Scott number seven. And he did it? Oh, so my number yeah. seven. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so watching this You're, again. You were Scott. I, I don't don't remember if this annoyed me the first time I saw it. Um, I, I've probably seen it in the background since then, but I've really sat down to watch this since way back in 2001. Um, Space Odyssey. Is that they... They go out of their way in this movie to show how slavish the the uh, I don't even know what the hell to call the magic world. They just call it the magic world. I don't, I don't know the wizarding world. Yeah, wizarding uh, world. Uh, how they're all slavish to their like anachronisms, where they're like, "Oh, we're not going to use technology for shit." It's all like people dress like they're you know, at a costume party in the 1600s. Uh, you know, right down to like what they're serving at the bar and everything. And then they get on a goddamn train. Like, I don't know. That bothered me. Like it's, it's cool. I like, I like the idea of the train. I like the idea that they have to go to a real train station to get there. And nobody seems to fucking notice people vanishing inside of a brick wall. But, uh, mm-hmm. the, yeah. Why is there a train? Like every other movie, there's like some other bullshit way he gets to Hogwarts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I'll even let Hagrid's uh, like motorcycle slide, um, but yeah, the I, I don't understand the train at all, and it bothered me. That's my number seven. Uh, kids well, like trains. I thought the train was cool, but I I can see where you're saying it doesn't mix in with everything. But I just thought it was yeah. the whole train station thing going through that brick wall, like you said, and then the train ride itself. That was cool. All yeah, right. Nothing Nothing else seems to be steam-powered at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. There's not even electricity. Yeah. It's a magic train, Scott. But it had steam coming out of it. Magic, magic steam. steam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the perfect movie where oh, everything well. is just like, a wizard did it. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Literally. <laughs> a wizard did it. Yeah, a wizard did it. <laughs> well, I guess I have no argument against that. <laughs> 
All right. Um, my number six is there's a lot of characters I like in this, and I'm not going to name all of them, but of all the adult characters, Hagrid's my favorite. Um, just the way he just the way he looks. They don't do too much. I mean, this is you know similar with Game of Thrones, like Game of Thrones, uh, Lord of the Rings, and some scale stuff. They don't do too much with that hair, but just the, enough that you see how big he is. The rest of the time, they don't mess around with it too much. But just yeah, he's for a kids movie. I just think he's he works pretty good. It's like oh, shouldn't have said that. And he's 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 kind, but he's little he's a little slow, a little dumb, yeah, and all that. Little Everything naive. about him, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's a really cool character out of all of them, and I, I love Dumbledore and I like uh, Snape and everybody. But yeah, I thought he's the best. So Hagrid, and he always reminded me of the painter that worked in Murphy Brown's house. I always thought that was the same guy, <laughs> Eldon. <laughs> Don't remember his name. Yeah, Eldon. Mm-hmm. Oh, Eldon. All right, there you go. Uh, I forget. Uh, Vincent Pastorelli, really. <laughs> I R L. All right, uh, Alex, number six. Uh, my number six is that look. Oh, all of the special effects, most of them look pretty cool, uh, especially, of course, the practical ones. Even a lot of the CGI looks passable. It's like, all right, that looks pretty cool. You know, I didn't, you know, bat an eye or, or get angry at it. Except for when they go full CG on human characters, all of that just looks like shit. I thought the troll looked bad even back in 2001 yeah the troll's pretty bad but he's a non-human character and they mix it in with some practical like effects and stuff like that so it's okay what but what, whenever what, what 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 practical effects like yeah like the stuff is probably smashed for reals at some point and then composited no they had a real they had a real club they really smashed that stuff <laughs> uh they the real they had real legs for some of the close-ups hmm Real legs of the troll, and then of course at the end, like it was a real like big dummy of the troll, like knocked out. I don't know about all that, Alex. Mm, it's it's all there, man. But anyways, yeah, they were just in love with CG with this movie, and they went too far by making some of the human characters full CG models. Like a lot of that stuff is in Quidditch, and they look bad. When Neville's flying on the broom and then he does this falling, pet falls and he almost kills himself. That looked horrible. And yeah, there's ways they could have planned around this, but they were dead set on making, you know, CG because it was the it thing. So yeah, it just it are, did not age well at all. Are you sure? It's, are you sure it's CG and not just like bad compositing? Well, it's both, but yeah, it is bad CG. But are, are you actually saying they're computer generated models and stuff, or yeah? Because they don't do too much of that until yes. Oh, yes, they do. No, now they do. Of course they do. In two thousand one, like I know there's. I'm trying to think even of Lord of the Rings. Do they do much of that? It's very seldom back then. Same no, with same with Lord... like Star Wars back. Remember this is this is during the prequel era too. Like this, the stormtroopers were right. When uh, Qui- Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan jumped down in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway. Me so like it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, number six. Okay. <laughs> number six, uh, Richard Harris. Uh, I, I, I haven't bothered to look up the IMDb yet. This is one of his last roles. Not his last role. Uh, but yeah, his one go as Dumbledore... 
um, you know, playing the the wise reserved wizard to to the hilt here. He was in the second one too. Was he in the second one? Yeah, he's I even th- credited. Yeah, is he? But did he complete it? I don't know. Is does uh, Gambon Michael Gambon have credit for the second one? No, Gambon is in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> eh. Um, I will look. Continue. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I. Either way, um, yeah, it was just enjoyable to see him. It was shades of the the priest from Count of Monte Cristo. Shades of Quincy. Quincy, sorry. (laughs) Uh, Shades of Arn Anderson, Spinebuster. Uh, Yeah, it's just fun to see him uh, to to take on this role at this point in his career and his life. I'm just kind of bringing all the those years of acting together uh, for this. Um, I, I I wanted to bring up um, so we've all seen the the movies. Um, I could have sworn Harris was only in the first one, but seeing as none of us remember the second one, <laughs> it could have been that amazing of a performance. Yeah. But and he's the only one credited for playing the character in the second one. Okay, so. okay, so that must have been it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I, I I think overall, um, maybe he just had more time to grow, and because he was in the better the better movies, um, I think I, I enjoyed uh, Michael Gambon more. Um, but we can talk about that more if we ever do uh, one of the other one of the other ones. I mean, no reason not to do all. Was it was it seven or eight movies? I forget now. Eight. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Next, <laughs> the other seven coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just overall, it was a it was a good performance. He only gets to do fun things a couple of times. For the most part, he's just kind of being a stern old wizard. Uh, you know, I like the bit at the end with the the jelly bean. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not as bad as vomit. <laughs> I like him just because he I, he's one of my favorite characters from Count of Monte Cristo, and I just hear his voice and I just, yeah. speed, speed of hand, speed of thought. <laughs> Speed of Wand. Speed of Wand. It's funny because I haven't seen most of his movies. I just saw the last few in his life, like with Gladiator, <laughs> Monte Cristo, Harry Potter's. Um, he's great and Unforgiven. Oh, so he's a small, seen that smaller once. role. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's why my number six is uh, Richard Harris here. Standout. Okay. Um, my number. Five. Um, there's lots of cool scenes. The reason I like this, I think of all the ones I like is this one, and I always like the origin story. And I like how they set, the, you know, this whole world up. But I'll have a little bit more to say about that later. But of the one scene that I wanted to pick out specifically was him picking the wand with John Hurt. Uh, was, that's my number five too. Okay. I that whole scene, and I, and I can tell. I, I haven't been to Universal, but I know that's a whole thing at Universal, and I could totally see why people want to go do that. And if you're a kid, it'd be the greatest thing ever. Um, as much as fun as I had with the lightsaber, it's not that thing is not from a movie. Where if you got to do that thing from the movie, it'd be even cooler. Um, yeah. And just the whole that whole set of him, just all the old dusty ones, and the way he pulls them out, and the perfect case for it, and I think it's a really cool scene. And obviously, doesn't hurt that John doesn't hurt that John hurt is it's <laughs> in the scene. Only thing would have been better is if an alien popped out of him at some point during the scene. But <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. Mm-hmm. So, and the whole setup about how the wand was made—you know, just this. Well, yeah, we never thought of a, a phoenix feather would be somehow imbued in the wand. But that was a cool little 
thing that he talked about. And... Yeah, so yeah. so yeah, I definitely want to talk a little bit later about like all the setting up this movie does for the other ones down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. That's higher on my list. Um, but yeah, picking the wand at I forgot the name of this, the place, but Olivenders. There you go. Um, all right. Do so you want to add to that, Alex? You say it was your same thing. Uh, yeah. It was. Plus, I like all the all the fuck ups that Harry does. The first two, where all the doors start flying off, and then just he explodes that vase, and John Hurt's reaction goes, "Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 not that one." That's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Good performances all around on that scene. Awesome. And just, it does it does remind you that whole scene, I guess, leading up to that. But like, go the the coolest way you can going back to school would be right. You're not buying notebooks and pencils and erasers right right yeah and owls and wands pure kid fantasy yeah 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 so i understand why kids love this movie um Mm -hmm. all right so that was alex's number five as well so scott number five okay uh number five is uh the score by johnny williams yeah uh yeah so it's it's not star wars it's not uh indiana jones but it's it's standout. It's instantly recognizable, uh, without without sounding like the other two. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and you know, just like pretty much everything John William touches, it carried uh, an entire franchise almost. Like you know, once you get once you get John Williams on board, he doesn't he doesn't do one offs. I mean, he does, he has, but <laughs> he didn't continue scoring these movies though, right? Uh, that I mean, just like the main thing that they use over and over and over again. Right. Him, so yeah. So I don't do, you, do you remember when we saw? I think we've mentioned this before, but when we saw John Williams <laughs> yes. live in at Hollywood Bowl, and <laughs> some song came on that I didn't know, and I'm like, "What is this?" And some lady screamed at me, "It's Harry Potter, idiot!" or something like that. You got, you <laughs> got told sh- me to shut up. And, you got shushed. Yeah. Yeah. Shush. Because yeah, we were talking during Harry Potter because Harry Potter because nobody gave a shit. Like yeah, it's still yeah. cool. It's still John Williams, but we didn't come here for, for Harry Potter. Yeah, we came we're here, here for, for like Star Wars Jones. and Indiana Jones. Goddamn it! <laughs> and we were, we were also like in the back row too. I know. And and in our defense, we were hammered. <laughs> in our defense. Um. All right. Good pick. Mine's that's a little higher on my list, but good job. Um. So we're on to my number four, and this is another like specific. Of all of Hog, I don't know what we call Hog. Is the whole castle area Hogwarts? Is it more than that? Yeah, I think it's the whole grounds, like the yeah. castle, the grounds. That's okay. that's what I would consider it anyway. But that Diagon Alley, whatever, that's not Hogwarts. No, that's Correct. just a secret layer inside. It, it's somewhere or outside of like an yeah. alleyway. Yeah. Okay, um, but inside of Hogwarts, uh, the cat, the main castle and stuff. The whole dining area is cool, but the the staircase room with the pictures, you know. Moving around in the staircase and around, I just thought that's really cool. Yep, especially totally, the pictures. Yeah, totally awesome. agree. What? I said totally agree. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think I said? I don't know. I, was, <laughs> I think it's totally lame, totally <laughs> gay. I don't know what I thought you said, uh, but yeah, the staircases, but specifically the pictures. I just thought that that's just a cool little touch. It basically we could have those now with LED displays and everything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Get on that universal. So, 
There it is. Staircase room with all the pictures. I mean, I guess the pictures are throughout the whole castle, but that part specifically. Yeah, they're concentrated in that yeah. staircase. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex, number four. My number four is this movie <laughs> has a collection of some of the best shit heels I've ever seen. <laughs> right from the get-go. <laughs> like, his cousin is a piece of shit. His uncle and his aunt, they're just awesome. I, I love how villainous they are. And then right at the Malfoy, ugh, you get slimy little shit. <laughs> this is the original, well, so Game of Thrones was was written before this was released. Or, or Harry Potter was written in the first book. But yeah. Malfoy was the first one on screen, so he's the original King Joffrey. Or Prince Joffrey, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, just a super punchable face. <laughs> so good job, of that kid. Good casting. Kind of disappointing yeah. at how like one dimensional he is for like almost the whole series. Yeah, that's yeah. that at that point that's shitty writing. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 I appreciate that the kid still is like still made that still made managed to make him hateable by like the sixth or seventh movie. But yeah, I mean, I guess. It is a kids movie. They don't understand subtlety. But by the time this yeah. that eighth movie came out, they were all they should be. You could have like added some. Well, uh, you, so you finally do see like what like the pressures like parents are under. And you start to understand like why he might be that way. Yeah. And in the last movie, he does have like kind of the. He doesn't have like a face turn or anything like that, but he has like a more human moment. Yeah, I don't. He's not. A, he's not a hundred percent asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he might he might be an <laughs> asshole, but he's not a hundred percent dick. Or whatever it's like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know that anybody's a hundred percent asshole. <laughs> so, like, uh, are, are you guys going to talk about the sorting hat at all, or no? Uh, honorable mention. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. Cool. Tell, I couldn't tell, like. I, I kept like going back and forth uh, as I was watching it again. I couldn't decide whether I thought it was cool or creepy. I think it's both. Yeah, it's both. It's in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But he's just like, oh, you're a dick. You're in Slytherin. <laughs> is that what yeah. he does? I did I did like that. That was a nice touch that it barely touches Malfoy. He's like, Slytherin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't really notice that, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't even get the hat all the way on and just like touches him. He's like, Slytherin. <laughs> but funny. it's also kind of bullshit. Wait, are you going to talk about the sorting hat later, Jeff? No, that's why I wanted to bring it up now. Oh, okay. It's kind of bullshit that you can just kind of say, no, I don't want Slytherin. And then the hat goes, oh, not there? Well, we'll put you somewhere else. It's like, what's the point of the sorting hat if you just tell it where you want to go? Yeah, way to make friends with everybody. Not Slytherin, not Slytherin. Harry Potter yells out practically. But I still Um, think he would have, if say if he would have said not Gryffindor, he still would have put him in Gryffindor. I just think he was, no, not Slytherin, eh? Also... um, not for nothing, and this 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 did bother me. Uh, apparently, alphabetical order is not a thing in the Wizarding World. <laughs> yeah, it starts right off with Hermione Granger, right in the middle. We're gonna start with the H's or the G's. <laughs> Come on now, it's it's just starting with the three people who happen to see the same <laughs> yeah. train car on the way there, and and Malfoy. Yeah, like oh, oh well, we Malfoy. gotta get all the yeah. like name characters out of the way. <laughs> yeah. And I get it. They can't show everybody, but they could have done like a little montage or something. Yeah. It was silly. And uh, I mean, like Laura was saying, she went to the WB store, and that's a thing you can do. Is that got to be something at uh, the Universal too, or no? 
What, I didn't see it when I went there. What do you What do you mean the WB store? I don't know. She said she went to a WB, or maybe though the WB tour. Sorry, not the WP. You go to the Hollywood. I think that's what she said. I don't. Know, she doesn't even know. She doesn't even like Harry Potter, but somehow she got to do the hat thing. And she said she went somewhere and they went to put the hat on you, and they told you what. Yeah, okay. What team you're on? I bet. I, Hufflepuff. Yeah, I was about to say, but she's one of those lame Hufflepuffs. No, she said she was a. Uh, no, because I called her about you're a muggle, and she goes, "No, I'm not." The Sorting Hat said I was something. I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Get out of here. So there was a Raven door. There you go. <laughs> yep. She says I was a Targaryen. It was all weird. Uh, okay, where are we going? So you finished Scott. Finished his. We're on to my number three. And uh, oh wait, so no, my number four was the Hogwarts oh, decoration. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so again, mostly the, the stairway was really cool. Ridiculous if they have to climb those stairs all the way to the top every single time. But um, in well, fact, they would like to move, so maybe sometimes the stairs just take yeah. them straight up there. But yeah, I did, I did dig all the paintings, uh, like the, the ghost flying around. John Cleese had a fun yeah. cameo here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like all the, all the decorations were, were a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. With Halloween time, the pumpkins flying Yeah, yeah, around. Like the seasonal mm-hmm. changes were, were great. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Now, when they had the big feast and Dumbledore says, let there be food, and all of a sudden, food was everywhere. Did he summon the food, or was the food always there, and he had it like an invisible spell on it, and now it's just visible? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I got to figure with a bunch of kids just like horsing around in there, it couldn't have been invisible, because they would have knocked it off. Also, it was a very British feast, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it wasn't that impressive. <laughs> it's a fucking bunch of meat pies and yeah, just like some game fowl, <laughs> some potatoes, maybe some peas. Yeah, a bunch of peas. All right, uh, now we're on to my number three, and this is where I have John Williams music. Um, everything Scott said, and the, the main theme, which I think they do play a lot in this movie, uh, but it works. It's definitely <laughs> one point Haggard's playing it in a stupid flute. <laughs> yeah. Flute, whatever that thing is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a definitely a good thing. So, uh, soundtrack and that main theme is awesome. So, hey, that's a Hogwarts alma mater. You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad millennials have their soundtrack. They have one. Yeah. We have <laughs> like eight from him, but they they, they deserve it. It sucks All to right. be them. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should. Who's the better uh, trio? Han, Luke, and Leia, or Harry, Ron, and Hermione? Mm. No contest. Well, let's see. Let's see. Two of them pair off to Bone. So that's... That cancels each other out. They're both... They're all dumb They're not kids. related, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At least the majority of them are dumb kids when the, the whole thing starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I argue Leia's not dumb. Luke's no. pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Anyway, we we should we should we should break that down some other time. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, number three. Number three is I like the three main kids. They do a pretty good job. They weren't uh, like super annoying, you know, as child actors go. They, they did solid solid work. Uh, I was rooting for rooting for them. I believed in them. I, agree I mean, with I, didn't, I wouldn't say they were perfect, they, they but were, at least I was on their side. They, they, like were, I, they were fine, but yeah, yeah, they weren't like particularly good either. No. I think of the three Rons, probably the 
this the best actor of the three. At this point, probably. Yeah. I I like them. I think that they they made they weren't the best uh, actors, but the yeah. three they worked well with each yeah, other. Yeah, that that I agree. Like the kids like themselves are likable. Like yes. that carries past like all of uh, Emma Watson's like <laughs> mugging. <laughs> She's not a muggle. Yeah, mugging. Oh. oh. All right. Uh, then uh, Scott, number three. Number three. So this is. Not a new take on on Harry Potter, uh, but it's something that I latched onto right away, uh, without prompting from anybody else. Um, and I, I'm I'm sure that I brought this up at some point in another of our 300 plus podcasts. Uh, I just woohoo! We did 300 episodes. Woo! We did something big for it. Nice. I, I feel like we need to. When, whoever edits this needs to put in like the party favor sound effects. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, I just can't get over how clueless the fucking adults are. Like, the whole movie starts with them, like, hatching this conspiracy or whatever to save Harry and, like, pass him off to this other family and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the worst family in London. Yeah. Good job there, Dumbledore. Yeah. Uh, Even the, the lady professor, she yeah, tells them. I've, I know these people. They're horrible. <laughs> we should not be doing this to this poor child. Uh, McGarnagle. <laughs> I'm trying to eat here, chief. <laughs> uh, they were his family. Yeah, Ugh. I guess. I guess. Uncle Owen and Aunt Rue. <laughs> well, those those two deserve to get burned alive. Yeah, I mean that, that might be taking it a little too far, but no, <laughs> they they deserve some comeuppance. They never redeem themselves. At least the cousin, like by the end, like. Actually shows some signs that he's not a horrible shit heel or a complete shit. Not a hundred percent. Yeah, not a hundred percent. What was the the aunt the sister's reasoning? She explained herself. She was just jealous of her sister. Yeah, like, was oh, jealousy? my perfect sister. Yep, that's basically and, it. Yeah, and we oh, they my parents are so proud that we had a wizard in the family. Yeah, and she hated wizards. So like, what an embarrassment. I, I think it's at some point does. in one of the other movies, they learn that they get something out of it. Like They're not just looking after him out of the goodness of their heart. Like, oh. Like oh, they get yeah. some kind of stipend from the wizarding world. Yeah. And by the way, Harry living in the closet, under the I'm sorry, under the stairs in the closet, is like the most British thing ever. <laughs> I think, for like a British fairy tale. I just, just yeah, like, uh. yeah, yeah. Well, well can, can we... now living under the stairs is the most Korean thing ever. <laughs> hey Yeah, it is. Uh, what? Can we talk... Sorry to digress even further. Can we talk a little bit about money in this movie? So, again, this goes back to how in the Wizarding World, like, I don't know how people pay for anything. Like, how does... How are there rich people and poor people? I don't understand. Because everybody can do anything and conjure whatever they want doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh but harry gets shown this whole treasure trove and he's got like a mountain of gold and then he's like super poor like after that for not the rest of that movie and every movie after that i don't understand well, he, sp- uh, he spit it he, all on the candy yeah it <laughs> will take the lot yeah well no he yeah, well he spent all the money he had on him but like he has like a mountain of this and he's like poor for the rest of the like his entire life basically <laughs> Well, maybe because he still has to go back and live with his horrible aunt and uncle. 
but they don't, he doesn't want to show it off. But they don't get that gold. No, they don't. But he he also doesn't want to show off that he has a bunch of money because then right, maybe but, they try but to steal like it. when he's going back to the when he goes back to Hogwarts, like I, I don't know. Just uh, he's just a cheapskate then. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the other movies well enough to to have an answer. Maybe, maybe I'm re- re- misremembering this. Maybe I'm getting no, confused with like Ron somehow. Yeah, because Ron's the poor kid. Yeah. He has, has hand-me-down stuff. And remember when they had that big dance party and yeah. uh, Harry had like these really nice like silk robes and Ron right, right. had like handmade robes by his mom. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so number three, just going back to this, is how clueless the adults are. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know, like, they, they, they're they all being secretive in their, their plans, and they use the kids as bait, effectively. Uh, <laughs> Dumbledore basically says this in, like, the last couple of movies. Like, yeah, I was using his bait the whole time. Sorry, man. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? Uh, but yeah, they just... <laughs> But like every every movie, like Harry Harry and, and Hermione and Ron are like, oh, we've discovered this thing, and they're like, eh, don't worry about it, and then shit happens. They keep they keep yeah. hiring like all these teachers that are like horrible, that turn out to be super evil. Yeah, um, but Scott, that's kids' movies, man. That's all our movies are like yeah. the parents and Goonies, the parents and Explorers are just right. But these are supposed to be like all powerful wizards and like. <laughs> They can't handle anything. It's always got to be these kids that solve all the problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so, kids' movies. So I got to think because they're wizards doesn't mean they're not dumb adults. <laughs> yeah. Well, the I, I got to think that one of two things is happening: that yes, they're they're just wildly incompetent, or that there's so much dangerous shit happening on a daily basis that they can't possibly keep up with with everything that Harry gets into. <laughs> I like Maybe. I like to believe it's the latter. That yeah. makes you feel better. Yeah, I have a lot of dangerous ladders there. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, yeah three... I do love. Don't go over here, and then okay. Uh, like, well, we're going there. over there. Yeah, we'll yeah. take you into the forbidden forest. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, that's just kids' fairy tales forever. So I have no problem with it. Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Clues It would be it would be cool to have like them get in trouble, and I'm one of these badass adult wizards just take tear the shit out of whatever they're trying to do. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Never happens. No, it doesn't. If Gandalf would have stuck around the whole time for Lord of the Rings, it wouldn't have been as great of an adventure. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, he goes, like, he gets taken out by, like, fucking boss level. I think I'm I'm more the Hobbit, not Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I said Lord of the Rings, but I meant Hobbit. Um, I gotta disappear and go fight a freaking bad guy from the other movie. (laughs) Okay, um... On to my number two, which was Alex's number three. It's the three kids, our three, our heroes. I think they, they work. I've, I've, like I said, I've only seen the other movies one time, but I just remember, even though they get old and awkward, they're, they're still. I think the chemistry between the three is awesome, and some kids I think get added to the group later on, but I don't really remember. But three kids, they're cute and adorable, and uh, yeah, I just like the way Ron has his quirks. The little bookworm and Hermione, and obviously the main character Harry and his one-eyed blinking. Um. <laughs> uh-huh. I do, I do like that. The one, the one good thing I like that J.K. Rowling did was she didn't make him into a Mary Sue or a Harry Sue in this case. Whoa. <laughs> he's like, other than being really good at flying, 
he's not particularly like good at being a wizard, which I think is 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 cool. Like yeah. he's not just yeah. coming in and like being way more powerful than anybody else. Just like no, he's got to kind of like suffer through it. And I like that she is, but you know, she can't do everything. She can't fly. Like she's the opposite, right? Right. Like, when right. they get to the when she get the PE, she's not good at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, didn't think, was... I didn't think of it that way, but yeah. That, that's... <laughs> up. Uh, I guess that makes up. Harry a jock. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, that's what I noticed. Like, I forgot she's like good at everything. And then I saw what she was like. She's the one that couldn't do the broom. I was like, oh, at least they threw that in there. And yeah, she's the the non athletic of the group. Um, yeah, the three kids were great, and I like the intro meeting Ron and I, I love that and that's one thing I remember how he's the youngest I think he's the youngest or his sister's younger maybe but right. the whole family goes through it so you have the not his somewhat knowledge and everything which is cool that he has that the other that uh, the other two don't have so. yeah, yeah, yeah throughout throughout the series the, the Weasleys become more and more important and like yeah the, like their yeah. parents become like surrogate parents to Harry and yeah exactly. they turn out to be like a pretty cool family and the twins are really a lot of fun too. Yup. Yeah. And then some other spoiler. There. Doesn't Harry end up with a sister or something? Yes. Or am I remembering yep. that? Okay. Um, a redhead, just like his mom. Yeah. It's it's good too because if they have kids, then they won't have souls and they don't have to worry about the uh, <laughs> whatever, the dementors. The dementors, yeah. <laughs> wow. The Weasleys are immune. Uh, <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't the twins get it? Hmm? No. Oh, one mind. of them did. No, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't a Dementor. That was way at the end. Okay. Forget I said anything. I keep forgetting spoilers. But this movie came... All right, <laughs> uh, yeah. Alex, number two. My number two, I can't help but love him, but Alan Rickman as Professor Snape. It was just awesome. And not only... I mean, he might... he. Uh, the first time I saw this... The first few times I saw this, it's like, all right, he's really, you know, ham- hamming it up as the quote unquote bad guy here. Yeah. And because it's a kid's movie, of course, he's like uh, way more villainous than um, like cartoonishly. Yeah. yeah, cartoonishly villainous. And then, oh, plot twist, you know. But I, I like that. I think he has the best like character arc and character depth throughout the entire series. I mean, there's cer- there's well, certainly, in the movies. I mean, there's certainly a big payoff, yeah. Yeah, and you get to know some of his past and why he's a dick to Harry, like, the whole time, which was great. And Unwarranted, until... by the way. <laughs> yeah, of course. But, I mean, whew. when you get bullied that much, you got you got some residual feelings there. Yeah. Even when you think you've worked through them. You take, Anyways. Take it out of his kids. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I love uh, Professor Snape, this character. Alec Rickman does a phenomenal job. Yes, he does. All right, uh, Scott, number two. Uh, number two, Jeff mentioned it earlier, but uh, Hagrid. Um, so as good as Richard Harris is, there really wasn't that the kind of warmth there that I think uh, Gambon offers later on. Uh, instead, you get Hagrid. Um, who's a lot of ways kind of the the heart of the movie. Um, certainly, certainly the the plot mover <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> I think they. I, I don't know how it goes in the books. Uh, 
I, I did feel like they went back to the the whole. I shouldn't have said that thing uh, one too many times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just uh, it was a lot of fun on the the force perspective stuff. Like when they're walking around real London, uh, that looked great. Like them sitting on the subway, uh, just him taking them around to the the alley to, to buy all the stuff. Um, just, just, uh, Coltrane's, uh, just his whole, like, accent he's putting on the thing, and it's kind of, like, larger than life, even past the, the, the Force perspective, and, um, you just, he's, I don't know, he, he, almost every scene with him is a lot of fun, um, and again, it brings much needed, like, kind of relief from, like, because Hogwarts is, is kind of grim, um, I mean, yeah, like, there's nothing usually like too serious going on for the movie, but um, every scene with with Hagrid uh, kind of lightens everything up again. Yeah, agreed. You just want to give him a big hug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, this dog's awesome. The fluffy. Well, Fluffy's cool too, but uh, <laughs> what was the other one called? Fang. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, my number one is the just the entire world building that goes on in this movie, setting uh, it up. Mine too. <laughs> yeah. So not only not only this movie, but set it up for the entire series. Just she created a really cool world in this uh, in this universe, and even as an adult, I still enjoyed it. And everything from the train that going to Dianoga Di Alley, and then <laughs> take about take about Alley. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want a wand? You gotta go to the Minox over there. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. best wands in town. Uh, go into the, the 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 seven and three quarters or whatever station that was, and then just everything about it. You get the yeah, the whole world. How wizardry works. Uh, the spells. We were talking about how you buy a wand. You get delivered your letters through owls and cloaks, and later on you have maps with footprints and all that stuff throughout the whole series. And it sets it up great in this movie. So mm-hmm. that's my number one. Alex, same thing? Okay. Yeah, that's my number one also. Uh, yeah, the world building is phenomenal. Every like little touches that they have here and there for everything. And it's easy to see why this is like, for us it's Star Wars, but for a new generation of kids and people, it's uh, Harry Potter in that series. So yeah, it's not hard to see why this is like... A fan favorite. People like are diehard fans. It, it's a, a juggernaut of the franchise. Yep. All right. Scott, number one. Uh, a lot of what you guys are saying, uh, but more to the kind of plot points that they set up. Um, so I, I hadn't realized how much uh, they, were, they were laying out for future books and movies. Um, so people that had, you know, the books aren't out yet, and stuff is being laid out. So again, going back to um, John Hurt's character, uh, he comes back way later. Uh, just all the stuff they, they they talk about the the Romanian dragons, the yeah, whatever they were called, not the Ridgebacks, but the whatever the hell the those kind of dragons were called. I mean, that gets called back. Um, just just a lot of like little things. Uh, I think I'm trying to think of one of the other ones that was, was kind of big. Um, 
Mm. Hufflepuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, but if you're paying attention and you've seen the other movies, you're like, oh, okay. Because, like, I I remember sitting down to watch The Deathly Hallows Part 1, which I think is when John Hurt comes back. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, like, that's a big actor to have this bit part. And I'm like, oh, shit, he... He was in this 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Anyway. Yeah, a lot a lot of setup. All right. Um, any honorable mentions? Um, I had one more thing to say about the sorting hat scene. I can't remember what it was. Oh, well. He looks like Oogie Boogie. <laughs> he does look like Oogie Boogie. He definitely looks <laughs> yep. like Oogie Boogie. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then let's rate it. Uh, as usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage, seven being perfection. I'll go first, and I will give this a six. I, I think on the whole, the series goes down, but I think it starts off strong for me. I love the world building that it sets up in this one. So the first one for me would get a six. Alex. I'm going to give this one a solid five. All right. I like it. Uh, it's not my favorite. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it sets up a lot of stuff for the future, and Alec Rip- Rickman. Awesome. Okay, Scott, number five. Number, what's your rating? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> my rating is? I rate this Jesus. <laughs> my, my rating is a five. Uh, so, it, it, straddling the line between me enjoying it, and maybe being, my, my level of enjoyment being a little lower, but uh, appreciating all of the, the setup, that they did for this, um, kind of get the ball rolling on this, what turned out to be massive franchise. So yeah, a five. All right, very cool. Um, now it's time to get into our crossover list, which is top magical items from movies, TVs, video games. It's not. It's not top five wizards. It's not top five wizards. <laughs> it isn't. Damn it. Sorry. So make up your list as we go. Um, yeah. I my number two, I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> my number five, and I'm pretty sure almost any item in any fantasy video game could be used here. I will just have one video game item on my list, and that is the Master Sword from The Legend of Zelda. That's a versatile. Uh, that's a versatile thing when we do these item lists. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I also I play I play very few video games, so it helps that this is the one that I have played. <laughs> Yeah, Master Sword. Yeah, full health. You can shoot little uh, whatever you're shooting out of there. Lasers. <laughs> Lasers. Um, that's my number five. Lasers. Alex, number five. My number five is also from a video game, but this is a bad item that turns good if you grind it out. And this is the Cursed Shield from Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> I've done it. That. Yeah, me too. <laughs> You put on the shield and it turns your stats into shit, and then you're also vulnerable to a bunch of elemental damage. But if you win 256 battles with this shield equipped, it turns into like the best fucking shield in the entire game. Hmm. It transforms into the Penadin shield. Yeah, because I got it, and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this shield? It's stupid. And then I found out, like, oh, and then, you know, I grinded it out, did the thing, and yeah, it's an awesome shield. At that point right. in the game, like, <laughs> you don't really need it, but yeah, you just want it. 
And the trick is to go to the that island with the little squirrel things that blow themselves up. Oh damn, that's good. I was just <laughs> I was just doing regular fights. Hey, you barely need right. to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, number five. Uh, number five is uh, from Lord of the Rings. Uh, the the even star, the uh, necklace that Arwen gives to uh, Aragorn. Um, it's just the, the cool little story about how oh, yeah. um, she gives to it who who she will, and it's kind of the more than a little more than symbolic passing of um, kind of like her grace to to him, uh, which is their way of saying that you know she's given up her immortality to to be with him. Um, and uh, it uh, at, w- at one point they talk about how the, the light of the even star wanes. That's uh, also her. I'm, I would call it a nickname exactly, but uh, the moniker given to her. Uh, and then uh, there's that, that cool scene where uh, Legolas gives it back when he gets back to Helm's Deep. And he puts his hand on his shoulder and says, you look terrible. <laughs> One of the, the few jokes from Legolas and the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the pendant amulet, whatever you want to call it, that, that Arwen gives Aragorn the even star. Cool. All right. Um, mine, at first, I thought you were talking about that little light thingy that Samwise has. And that was boring. All right. Um, my number four is Mary Poppins' bag from Mary Poppins. <laughs> that's awesome. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. It, it could also be Felix the Cat's bag, but <laughs> I'm going with Mary, Mary Poppins' bag. Uh-huh. So there it is. And it's more my mind because I saw the the sequel last year around this time or I guess around last Christmas but anyway Mary Poppins bag you can pull all sorts of stuff out of there Mm -hmm. alright Alex number four my number four is uh, well I'm cheating a little bit because it's a pair of items but they're kind of the same only one is weaker than the other and that is the sun the sun coin sun a golden sun coin and a silver moon coin from American Gods uh, I haven't seen the HBO show, but I read the book, and it's fantastic. It's a great read. Uh, but yeah, essentially, the Sun Coin is like really gives you like a lot of protection, and they kind of trick a leprechaun out of it, uh, and it ends up uh, resurrecting somebody. So when the main character loses a shadow, he loses the gold coin. He gets a silver coin, which still protects him, but it's not as good. But uh, it's still really cool scenes and, you know, cool. Uh, the way I imagine it anyways, it's it's pretty cool how they get the coins to give him. So, yeah, there it is. Go read it. Read a book. <laughs> read a book, you idiot. <laughs> All right. Scott, number four. All right. Uh, my number four is uh, a sweet weapon from a, a, a movie that we, we did some time ago uh, that I know Jeff loved. Uh, and it's the Glaive from Kroll. Oh, I thought about that. Honorable <laughs> it's a, mention. It's a Glaive. It's a Glaive. <laughs> so, again, a Glaive is not that at all. It's like a some kind of polearm. But uh, in yeah. this case, it's like a this big... <laughs> throwing star with kind of curved blades and it's shiny and it's it's rad like mm-hmm. it's like the ultimate weapon the ultimate MacGuffin. 
And they're all switchblades. Yes, yes, and they all flip open. <laughs> and you can control it with the power of your mind. Yeah, with the force. Yeah, so the glaive from Kroll. Very nice. My number three is the monkey paw, specifically from The Simpsons. <laughs> I wish I had a monkey's paw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to turn into a sandwich myself. I don't want no zombie turkey. Yeah. So, the monkey paw, if you haven't seen it, it's one of the Treehouse tree of Horror episodes of The Simpsons, which is based on the. Is the name of the story Monkey Paw? I don't even remember. The short story? Anyway, uh-huh. it's based on yeah. a short story. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Alex, number three. Uh, my number three is an item. It's magical, but it's very evil. And that is the Necronomicon. <laughs> Damn. From nice. the Evil Dead. It's made out of human skin, and uh, all everything drawn in is, is out of human blood. And all the drawings in there are disgusting. And then they summon deadites. And they're not too pleasant to deal with. No, they are not. It can send you back in time. And forward in time. Just all over time. (laughs) Time after time. That's right. All right, Scott, number three. Uh, Let's see. Uh, So my number three, uh, I'm going, going to the Vigi Games. Uh, so this is a, a thing that uh, you don't get the whole of it until the very end, typically, of, of this long-running series. Uh, but in some of the games, you get a piece of it, uh, but ultimately uh, the, the idea is to put the whole thing together for most of the games. Um, and that is the Triforce. Yeah. <gasps> so, the, Good one. so the very first game, you get like a shitload of them. And I think that was the last time. <laughs> but <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, Wind Waker. You have to collect a shitload. Do of you? Them. Okay, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's the overarching like thing that kind of powers the the world or worlds, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you don't remember Wind Waker? I never, I never beat, I never beat it. Oh man, that's a great game. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's still the game. It's a good. Like yeah, you don't you don't get them all from like boss fights or anything. Sometimes you have to actually look and find treasure maps and get your tingle on. Hmm, sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My number two is a magic lamp, and there is many versions of this. Could do Aladdin, but I'm gonna do I Dream of Genie because that's never been mentioned <laughs> on this <laughs> episode <laughs> before. <laughs> There's a hot blonde girl laying on a pink couch inside, and there it is. I love lamp. I love lamp. But who doesn't want a genie or a bottle that with a genie that grants you wishes? Easy there. Yeah. Britney Spears. Almost didn't get that out. (laughs) And isn't that Christina Aguilera? (laughs) It is. Is that Christina Aguilera? (laughs) (laughs) You got to rub her the the right way. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever, millennials. Yeah. Um. All right, anyway, Magic Lamp. I like Lamp. Alex, number two. My number two is Shalindrius Wand from Willow. Willow, Willow to, you idiot. Blows, <laughs> blows himself up. It turns, uh, what's her face, that looks a lot like my grandma into a lot of different animals. And, uh, yeah, before they have a full-on old lady witch battle at the end, which is awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
That's Willow in a nutshell. He could fit in a nutshell. <laughs> well, hey, Warwick Davis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's all over this movie, isn't he? Is he like yeah. all the bankers except for uh, Mini Me? I don't know. <laughs> Not all the bankers. He's like uh, the head banker and then one of the professors. And I'm sure he's something else. Yeah. Leprechaun. All right. <laughs> Scott, number two. Uh, let's see. So my number two. Uh, so we, I actually mentioned this series a couple times over the course of this episode. But uh, Indiana Jones. Um so, kind of kind of hard to to pick between at least a couple of the movies, but uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the the other Jesus item, and go with Ark of the Covenant. Uh, not the loaves of bread. Not the loaves of bread. Oh, uh, not not the whore wine. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Ark of the Covenant, uh, where it functions both as a MacGuffin and a magical item. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, melts faces. What more? Is, what more needs to be said? Not much. Mm-hmm. You, you sure it's the Ark of the Company? I'm Scott? pretty sure. Pretty sure. All right. Um, my number one is the One Ring. I think this has been on my list list multiple times, but <laughs> the One Ring from Lord of the Rings. Nothing more to say about that, Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also the Ark of the Covenant. All right. Uh, yeah. There's nothing much more to say. It kills a lot of Nazis, and you can't be mad at that. <laughs> sure can't. <laughs> Scott, number one. Uh, I'm gonna one up you, Jeff, and go with the two ring. What? <laughs> uh, so no, my number one is the one ring. <laughs> the one ring to rule them all in the darkness. In the, Not the three in, rings in the, of the dwarves. In the darkness, dine them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not the nine rings of for men? Nope. Not the three for the elves and the nine for men and however many were dwarves. What were? I don't remember. The six for the dwarves? Or three? Six? Doesn't matter. The one ring is the, one, the cool one. That's true. Which one does Gandalf have? He has He's one of the elven have. rings. Uh, so he's an elf? Or nope. did he just get it? Scott? He got it. Okay. it looks, I, I think they say that uh, Sirden the shipwright gives it to him. Of course he did. Yeah, so it's supposed to be... Yeah. So the, three, the people with the three rings, it's supposed to be Elrond, Galadriel, and Sirden. And Sirden gives his to Gandalf. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Lost it in a, in a pool gambling? I, I don't know. They, shooting billiards. Yeah, they're, they're, they were, yeah, shooting craps. Rolling the bones. <laughs> that's the way you got it now. That's canon. Yeah. You can't, you can't prove that it didn't happen that way. Yeah, that's true. All right, any honorable mentions? Uh, the Tenacious D, the pick of destiny. <laughs> that's there you pretty go. good. Uh, the, Holy, the Holy Grail. Right yeah. Going back to Indiana Jones. Uh, Atreus's uh, amulet from uh, Never Ending Story. Oh, the Auron. Good, good yeah. pull. What about the book itself? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it's just a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
All right. Uh, well, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. This ought to be sports interesting. Sports ball? <laughs> yeah, there's no sports. <laughs> Everything is shut down. Uh, it was very eerie and interesting to see full, like, well, like, snippets, of course, of baseball games or hockey games where the, they, the teams play to empty stadiums. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Weird. But, yeah, everything's shut down, postponed, March Madness. Uh, canceled. Pretty much everything. I don't know that. Like, conventions been canceled, moved around, concerts. It's a, it's a crazy nut, a crazy time we're living in, folks. Let's say that again. Yeah. It's a crazy COVID-19. time you're living in, folks. That's <laughs> the, the Chinese, sometimes called a proverb, sometimes called a curse. But may you live in interesting times. Yeah. Well, it's certainly bad. It's certainly bad. So it's. Yep. So I don't know how much we want to talk about this, but it is, it is crazy, like the difference in like internet activity over this pandemic versus the last time something like this came around, which wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this seems much more um, pervasive, pernicious, whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, just every every time, like it, it just seems a trend with everything, like politics, uh, the, these these world events that everybody's keyed in, whether they're getting the right information or not. That's a whole other discussion. But uh, people are aware of events happening now in, in ways that they weren't even five years ago. Definitely. Yeah, um, yeah, it's all. It, it's just everything. I mean, more stuff's gonna get shut down before it starts up again. Right? Yep, gonna get worse before it gets better. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we even have our adult league hockey canceled. The I know uh, Brian's kids. Their little league and soccer and softball have been canceled. Like it's. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're gonna get quarantined here. I would have. Yeah, we we live in kind of a high population area, so. <laughs> Yeah, so I wouldn't be... San Francisco, as of today, just been locked down. Yeah. I think LA's had some stuff. Orange County's coming up, but... Yeah. It's time for Neom News! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. So, yeah, we, we were kind of already talking about it. I just, I just really want to talk about how everything's delayed. Um, so, you know, we want, to, we want to try to have fun here. Um, you know, on top of just people's like people actually dying and uh and everything goes around and people getting sick and, and what that does to you when you get really sick and hospital bills and everything and just not just here but around the world and how it's gonna get worse yeah. um there, there's also um just just alex kind of mentioned that all these empty stadiums and, and venues um you know i think i talked about it last week about e3 getting canceled uh <laughs> yay yeah you know, but it just all you know. I feel really bad for for all these people that that's that's their job. Like it takes a lot of people. That's that's a large, um, you know, chunk of the the workforce in a lot of these these cities, these big cities, yeah. to, to to go to these sporting events and like baseball's the worst. Uh, oh shit! I should have mentioned that, but yeah, the Olympics are getting are in danger of getting. Yeah, well, I think too. I think that they've said they can they're willing to de- delay that for a really long time. But yeah, there's no way at this point that that's going on as scheduled um like i can't imagine anything like really even planned for this year that isn't gonna get pushed back or delayed or canceled right now um but uh yeah just 
all, all these people in these big cities that you know they're they're can't work they can't work uh you know uh you know basketball is 82 games i think hockey has something similar jeff correct me yeah yeah i think 84 i think yeah so you know everybody that's half teams play half their home games or half their games at home so that's that's 40 games that's a lot of like people coming through the through the turnstiles it's a lot of you know concessions being sold you know to pay all these people to come and work and, and do that i mean baseball is even worse because it's 162 games that's you know eighty one games at home that they're you know unless people are playing in Mexico or something like that or Japan which they're not gonna Woo. you know uh, yeah you know that you know just a lot of uh, you know a lot of money gone and you know it's just it's gonna hurt a lot of people and well we'll see what you know what what happens with the government and how these things get rolling again when this eventually you know to say that it's gonna go away. Is I think is kind of naive, but until it becomes manageable, um, you know, yeah. what how's that going to look? You know, movie theaters. Uh, like I don't know anybody that's like you're not going to a movie theater right now. Um, so there's a lot of movies getting delayed. Uh, you know, <laughs> Vin Diesel had that Bloodshot that was supposed to come out this week or last week. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry Vin Diesel. That that looked a little rough. So. Yeah, yeah. I I have a feeling that one's going straight to video and not coming back in the theaters. But we'll see. The, <laughs> yeah, but they're delaying the the live action Milan movie, um, TV shows like the productions being delayed. Uh, the the latest season or maybe the last season. I don't I don't, I don't know which of Stranger Things is being delayed. Um, the mm-hmm. they're they're doing some filming for the new season of The Witcher, and the I I. I can't pronounce the guy's name, but the guy that played Tormund's Giants Bane, um, he tested positive for COVID nineteen, uh, so they shut down production for that, and are like send everybody home. I, know, I think we mentioned last week that uh, Tom Hanks, you know, and, and his wife Rita Wilson have it uh, on on their Elvis movie, and that's you know obviously going to delay everything. So yeah, this is just this huge ripple effect on. Like all industries, uh, you know, video games are going to get delayed. I think they announced like that the the, the next um, I forget which game it was, but basically anything that's coming out is getting delayed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's going to be a crazy time. It's going to be one of those things where you know when kids, the next generation of kids. You know, in the history books, this is going to be a chapter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, seriously, and and not just U.S. events, but world events. Um, you know, the the only kind of you know upside I, I I can see from all this is, you know, I I feel like, sorry if I'm, you know, kind of getting long winded here as usual, but, um, the, you know, what what drives innovation? Um, for a long time, it was war. <laughs> World War One, World War Two, you know, a lot of like mm-hmm. modern conveniences came out of that, um, and medicine and things like that. You know, the space race. Um, you know, we got computers, and Velcro, and Tang. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Tang. Yeah, yeah um, I'm gonna make me a Tang waitress. You know, it's it's so much tragic, but you know, you keep. I, I keep seeing stories every day about somebody coming up with something in all these different countries. Uh, you know, this this is how maybe. We, we come a little bit closer together as like uh, a global uh, hegemony instead of just everybody for themselves. I don't know. Uh, did you did you see the one meme? It was like uh, 
the Canadians have like isolated the <laughs> yeah. thing, and it was like they canceled NHL for one day, and all of a sudden Canada <laughs> yeah. came up with the, <laughs> the entire country just put on their their lab coats. That's... What <laughs> they got rid of hockey? <laughs> Let's find a cure for this. Fixed it. <laughs> Let's find a cure for this. Eh? <laughs> yeah, uh, this is right. Eh? Let's get on it. Yeah, there, there was there was a there was a similar joke today. I guess uh, the two dudes in Ireland um, came up with a faster test for it. Um, I, I don't know all the like science behind it. It's it's for when uh, you know you have to have the antibodies first. So it's not like everybody can just take the test and be like, oh, you have it or you don't have it. Um, you know, there's like that that kind of incubation period. Uh, right. But yeah, they're Irish. Yeah. <laughs> so the joke the joke was like, oh, the pubs are shut down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like you know, uh, you know, another week of this, and like the, the Irish, the Canadians will come up with cold fusion. It's <laughs> funny. So yeah. yeah, it's you know, I it, see all the memes. There, there was the there was a funny uh, meme about how the the World Health Organization had cleared that the dogs can't contract it. Okay? <laughs> so effectively, yeah, who let awesome. the dogs out? Which I appreciate. Uh, so, yeah, I did just, again, uh, you know, going back to, to movies and television and video games, so the things we mostly talk about here. Um, you know, this, this is going to be like a, a kin without all the, the human suffering involved, at least to the the writer's strike um, where everything was getting pushed back and, and killed. Uh, right. So, uh, you know, we're taking it week to week. Um, you know, I just hope that everybody listening, uh, our, our millions of listeners, uh, that's right. Are, you know, are, are staying safe. Um, hopefully you're not having to, you know, go Mad Max to get a roll of toilet paper. But, yeah, it's so stupid. Just if you run a toilet paper, just go in the shower. <laughs> just use your hand, man. It's, it's clean up. Just use your hand. Just shit on Tom Sawyer's island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just shake true. it out. Yeah, just shake it out. <laughs> There's nobody there right now. <laughs> Who's gonna know? Yeah, Disneyland's closed. Yeah. Which is which is kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, just listen to what the health officials are saying. Don't be stupid. Just yep. I, I, I know they say for younger people, it's not that you know life threatening. But just think about it. you can. can, ter- can Carry it and pass it on to somebody who it could be bad for. So yeah, just just be smart out there, people. It's going to be an inconvenience for a few weeks. We can deal with it. Yeah, the, I think I think um, the the way I think of it is like because I, I just can't be that optimistic about it. Like I, I think it's going to go on for a long time. The but the, the goal is going to be to flatten out this this curve. Yeah, to make sure that we can handle everything. That again, the the goal, the realistic goal, should be should be management. I think that's what everybody should think about, not just with, you know, staying healthy themselves, but, you know, not buying everything in the goddamn grocery store. Like you're, you're like you're, you're hurting other people. Like, yeah, get, get what you need, get weeks worth of stuff like you kind of normally would. But, you know, there's other people that maybe they don't have enough money to buy a week's worth of food and you've taken it all. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so now what are they going to do when they're, they're kind of going day to day anyways? You know, just just maybe stop and think about other people, like you know. And I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> no, I 100 percent agree with everything Scott just said. Just be smart. Don't be hogging it for everybody. You don't need that. And you're gonna be the same people that got to try to return it because all your food went bad. You don't need all that. Yeah. And, I, and you know what? If you have to wipe your butt with your uh, washcloth, so be it. 
Yeah, go organic. Go granola. Yeah. <laughs> Sneeze into your armpit or your elbow and do yeah. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands, people. So. Oh my gosh, the there's uh, new telemarketers that are our neighbors now in our building, and a lot of them would just go from the stall and straight out the fucking door. Jeebus H. Sales guys. <laughs> Sling that shit. Yeah, I fucking ugh. Gross. I know I didn't get any on my hands. Yeah. Anyways. They gotta get back to making those calls. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope they're touching their faces. I All right. Well, I have one actual <laughs> review, or are we done with this? Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, so, we're done sorry, with sorry. Uh, um, Jeff, is there anything you'd like to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, to get away from this whole uh, situation this weekend, I went up to the mountains with a couple of my buddies this weekend, and uh, while we were in the mountains, we watched. Just we went to a cabin, not a real mountain. I guess no cabin fever. <laughs> no, we watched a movie called The Ritual. You guys ever watched this? I don't know. Probably no. not. It, yeah, it's it's basically about like five dudes who go up to the mountains, or they go on a hike in Sweden, and then uh, one of their old buddies like they're really rough, and one of their buddies like hurts his knee, and they're like, "Oh, well, let's take the shortcut through the forest," <laughs> and then you can then some crazy shit happens. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. It was decent. I'd, I'd give it you know a four or five. Is there some freaky stuff? Some stuff's kind of weird. They're, they're British, so I couldn't understand some of the stuff they were saying. But <laughs> I would recommend it. Ritual. That's the only new thing I've seen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been so kind looking of for stuff, stuff so I haven't seen a whole lot. Yeah, I think there'll be a lot of time for people to watch stuff. Yeah. Catch up over the next mm-hmm. eight weeks. I guess uh, Disney Plus rolled out Frozen 2 earlier than they were going to. I yep. heard about that. But they didn't do uh, it for Star Wars. No, that's that, you got to pay for that shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Life. I'm curious to see like if if all these streaming services do something, knowing that they've kind of got a captive audience now. Because yeah. there's, there's got to be like a happy medium between promoting themselves and yet giving people a little bit of a break. Because I think like the yeah. two don't have to be mutually exclusive. They yeah. can be like, hey, like. 50% off, like, for the next two months if you signed up now, or, or for everybody, you know, you're like, hey, well, yeah, they're trying to jump up business, but also they're giving people 50% off. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be, like, you know, uh, completely altruistic reasons and still help yeah. people. I heard a rumor that, because, like, Mulan's supposed to come out in the next little bit, and and that was supposed to be, obviously, do a big here, but do big overseas, and now that's been put on hold. I don't know if, and I was rumored that they may just go straight to Disney Plus, which seems like a waste of money. But maybe not if you just get a bunch of subscribers for, yeah. you know, five ten dollars a month, and they don't, you know, don't cancel. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, I doubt they'll do that, yeah. but it'd be interesting. Well, yeah, I think I think Disney Plus is going to need their next uh, like what's what's the term killer app soon. So they, they had Mandalorian, yeah, they need, but they got nothing they else really than just like the current library that they have. Yeah. So they can only coast on that for so long. They need their Stranger Things. Yeah, or the, whatever, their Game of Thrones. Their... Mm-hmm. Well, they just they need more. They just can't have the one. And, yeah. and that's probably been delayed, too. They didn't announce it, but I'm sure right, that's right, yeah. being delayed. Yeah. So. 
Well, he's got he's probably got a filter in that mask, so Mando's probably fine. <laughs> Mando might be. Yeah, I don't know about Baby Yoda. He eats frogs for Pete's sake. He's fine. So uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking about Baby Yoda the other day, as as as, 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 as you as you want to do. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I don't know if they can go back to Baby Yoda because at some point he's going to have to start talking, and I don't think they'll be able to pull that off. I mean, he's slow development. Yeah. I mean, I guess as long as you have him be silent, it'll still work. But yeah. I think the second he starts talking, it's... Uh... Not the mama, not the mama. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you learn to speak from your parents, and if his only parent is Mando, yeah. I don't think he'll be doing a lot of talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, I, the I way this is... <laughs> yeah, I think they will. He'll drop him off somewhere, and then men will go on other adventures. Sexy adventures? But I don't know. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're done here, are we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Also, go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Hans Shot First. Uh, you'll get latest right. quotes, quotes from Springfield, Star Wars talk, and other stuff. Vote for upcoming episodes. So do that. Be safe, people. Wash your hands. Follow the rules. Mm -hmm. See you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.